0: It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily episode 1200, Huga versus Minimalism by Shauna Scaife of simpleonpurpose.ca, and I'm your narrator Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. We made it to 1200 episodes crazy, and actually all five of our shows hit some milestones recently. Optimal Finance Daily is now at 801. Optimal Health Daily is at 701, Optimal Business Daily, 601, and Optimal Relationships Daily is back as of today from a few months off, and it's at 401, so congrats to all of the hosts for making it this far. If you can show Jocelyn at Optimal Relationships Daily some extra support since she just came back today, that'd be greatly appreciated. You can support by simply subscribing and listening, wherever you're hearing this. And today's article comes from Shauna of Simple On Purpose, she has a lot of free goodies on her site that are worth checking out. And today's article is about a new trend, which I'm probably not pronouncing correctly. It's Danish, I believe. I'm gonna be pronouncing it Huga. That's probably a little off, bear with me. Anyway, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Huga versus minimalism by Shauna Scaife of simpleonpurpose.ca. My bestie recently remodeled her kitchen and moved some furniture into her living room. I plunked down on her couch and shouted, your couch is huga now. Her couch used to be in front of the big living room window and now it was perpendicular to it and you could sit and look out the window. It's the same couch as always, but this simple act of moving it so the big window was on one side and her newly opened up kitchen on the other, it just felt cozy, quiet, inviting me in while letting me view out. So my girlfriends and I have been talking a lot about huga. It is a Danish word and it doesn't have a direct English translation, but the underlying sentiment of it is the atmosphere of connection, comfort, and contentment. We see a lot of candles, cozy socks, and hot drinks to symbolize huga. But huga is much more than choosing comfort and slowing down. Huga is the outcome of the political, educational, and social climate in Denmark. It is part of who they are. Danes aren't hustling or striving or performing. They're just enjoying the simple things because everyone is on a very level plane in terms of their socioeconomic status. Hygge is sitting with your friends in a cafe and having slow conversations. It is being silent side by side your spouse, eating peanut butter sandwiches by candlelight. It is a simple home-cooked meal eaten on a warm bench with new friends. It is pulling in an armful of fresh laundry off the line in the early sunlight. It is sitting on a blanket in the park reading a really great book. It is singing a song while you comb the knots out of your daughter's hair. One way I always feel Huga is when I turn off all the lights at night, I can hear the dryer humming in the basement, and I go check on each of my kids in their beds, pulling covers up over their shoulders and smiling at their smushy faces. I think some of us are naturals in one of these areas that make up Huga. I have one friend who knows how to set up the most inviting, cozy spaces with attention to all the little simple details. I have another friend who can plunk down on my couch and be so invested in conversation that I feel like she gives our time together all her time and attention. I have another friend who is welcoming and content and can make any gathering have a feeling of warmth and kinship, even if it is in a parking lot on a tailgate. Huga is the invitation to gather the beauty of the simple things, the heart of conversation, the details of hospitality. How it compares with minimalism. Minimalism looks very different for everyone. Some do it to be frugal, some to curate their possession to be top quality, some to be environmentally sustainable, some to rid their life of consumerism, and some to challenge themselves to have less and less. But Huga seems to be a similar experience for all who embrace it. Where Hugo minimalism cross paths most often is when they focus more on the heart of living rather than the hustle of living. Owning less. In both minimalism and hygge, possessions are kept because they are valued, they tell a story, they are useful or beautiful. With hygge though, the emphasis is more on keeping things that are meaningful while creating a hospitable and welcoming environment. This might look a lot different from minimalism, which focuses on items that are kept because they are of use or beautiful. Minimalism encourages having less, specifically less of the stuff we don't need. The minimalist might not keep the shelves of books if they can go to the library for books. The minimalist might not keep the mementos from vacations if they turn them into a photo book. With Huga, there's a reverence for mementos and items that bring to mind wonderful memories and nostalgia. All in all, there's less room for frivolity in minimalism, but Huga has a core of the simple frivolousness. Making a home. Minimalism and Huga have an emphasis on using your space for living rather than storage of your stuff. Spaces are kept clear for activities. Chairs are there for plunking into with a book. Tables are cleared off for gatherings. We see minimalism started by taking control of how we manage possessions in our home. Of course, minimalism carries over into how we live our life, but Huga is more focused on viewing home as a state of mind. With Huga, home can be found or made in the woods, in a workplace, or in a backyard. Doing less. In minimalism, there's an emphasis on doing less of the stuff that you don't love or doesn't serve a purpose in your life. As a minimalist sorts through what is important in their home, they sort through what is important in how they spend their time. In reading about Denmark, it seems there is less of a hustle culture in the workplace. There's less drive to increase your income or become a hashtag lady boss. Working overtime, through lunch breaks, side hustles, etc., isn't a way of life in Denmark in the way we see in North America. There might be a lean towards productivity in minimalism and spending our time productively. In Huga. there's more of a lean to presence and letting your life slow down. Huga has a priority to set time aside for simply being with one another in a relaxed setting. Buying less. Both Huga and minimalism resist excessive consumption. There's a practical stance on using what you need. Both minimalism and Huga have a respect for things that are well-made and practical. The difference I see here is that Huga is a culture that isn't interested in luxury, where minimalism might allow more space for buying luxury, though not every minimalist takes this approach with their possessions. Being less. In reading about Huga, this is what struck me the most. Because of the educational, political, and socioeconomic culture in Denmark, there is this sense of identity, a peace with oneself, that seems to be nurtured from childhood. I don't think minimalism touches on the art of gathering or conversation, at least not to the degree that Huga does. When the Danes gather, there is a harmony, a belonging, a trust, an ease. There's no competition, no need to show one another up, nobody needing to control the conversation or exemplify their status. There is a respect for individuality, giving full attention to one another, and allowing everyone mutual place in the conversation, regardless of age. This reflects their values of lightheartedness, equality, and authenticity. It's not just about socks and candles. If you go on Pinterest and search Huga, you'll see a lot of cozy fires and wool socks and candles, all the candles. But when you really dig into Huga, you'll find it is a way of life. I read the book of Huga by Louisa Thompson Brits, and it was such a beautiful explanation of living out Huga that it has me plotting a trip to Denmark for the whole family one day. One of my favorite quotes on Huga is from the book of hygge by Louisa Thompson Brits. The pleasure is found in living Huga, not curating it in the experience of the journey, not owning the map. You just listened to the post titled Hooga vs. Minimalism by Shauna Scafe of simpleonpurpose.ca. Again, check out her site for some free goodies and please subscribe to Optimal Relationships Daily. Jocelyn is back after having a baby. It'd mean a lot to her and me. If you could check out her show where she narrates from authors like Shauna, she actually has narrated her before, Again, that's Optimal Relationships Daily. Please check it out. But that'll do it for today. Have a great day and start to your week. Thank you for being here for 1,200 episodes. And I'll see you tomorrow for another 1,200 maybe where your optimal life awaits.